We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by M-Prize Bank. Up next, the latest on the K-State Wildcats from the guys of Three Maw, John Kurtz, Derek Young, and Cole Manbeck, who will get you caught up on all things Wildcats from a collective perspective that can't be found anywhere else. The latest news, the top stories, and an insider perspective to keep you in the know. Three Maw is proudly presented by 360 Vodka. And now, let's begin the show. Welcome in to another Three Maw Pod. I am John Kurtz. I am joined today by Cole Manbeck. No Derek Young, but uh, we have a very special guest. I think you guys are going to be pretty excited to hear from this guy. The newest Wildcat, Tyler Perry, transfer guard from North Texas. One of the best players in college basketball last year who is now signed up to play for your Kansas State Wildcats. We are thrilled to talk to Tyler here today. Before we get going, need to make sure that we thank our great sponsor, Holiday Distillery. Make sure that you got your 360 Vodka or your Ben Holiday bottle and Bond Bourbon uh, to get ready to celebrate guys like Tyler playing in the purple and white next year. That is the best way to do it. We love them. They are K-State folks who love the Cats as well, so please support those who support us. Holiday Distillery, Ben Holiday bottled and Bond Bourbon, and 360 Vodka. That is the way to go. All right, if you pay any attention to K-State basketball, K-State hoops recruiting, uh, it's been a very exciting portal season here for K-State coming off the Elite Eight run last year, all the momentum that Jerome Tang has built up with this program, and that's culminated in landing one of the most sought-after guards in the country in the portal, being Tyler Perry from North Texas. And uh, Tyler, we're thrilled to have you, man. Congratulations on uh, making the move here to K-State. Just uh, take us through what what that process was like uh, being recruited in the transfer portal. Um, it was, it was a lot different from the first time I got recruited for sure. Uh, it's a blessing though, man. Um, it was, it was wild. I had never had that much attention in my life. Uh, I had to get two phones for the first time in my life that, that became a reality and, uh, I enjoyed it, but it got a little tiring, a little overwhelming. It was fun though. Um, just to be able to, you know, it was an honor to meet a lot of the coaches that I got to meet and talk to some of the people I got to talk to. Like, I was I was definitely blessed to be able to sit in certain Um, You know, it's different seeing certain people on TV and then being in a in face-to-face with them and they telling them that they think, they telling you that they need. It's definitely a, a bittersweet moment that it was weird soaking in in a moment, but, like, afterwards sitting back and being like, man, like, actually being able to meet this guy and me here and see these places, it was that surreal moment. 
Yeah, I, I want to expand a little bit on your story and your backstory. I guess I'll, I'll let you do that for everybody. But when you say, like, I had never had that much attention in my life before, I mean, you had to go to junior college, obviously, before you get to North Texas. Like, it was just a long, winding road for you to get here to this point where you had that level of respect. So I take me through what, what your process was like from high school to, to where you're at right now. Oh, yeah, man. Like, just coming out of high school, um, I wasn't recruited Division One at all. I had no D1 offers. I didn't get no calls from any Division ones coming out of high school. So it, it hurt, you know, but it filled me. Um, definitely filled me for the next three years. And um, I just let it let it continue to, you know, help me grow and, you know, have the mentality that I got today. And then coming out of JUCO my first year, I also didn't have no offers. That's a lot of people don't know is a lot of people thought I could have left JUCO my first year. But in reality, I didn't have it. Nobody was calling. And, uh, you know, I played. I felt like I played well. I know I played high school but like I've said I probably wasn't ready and um and you know at the time you don't realize that you don't understand that journey you don't understand what you need until you're actually doing it and so like now being a person in Maryland today like looking back I definitely was not ready for division one basketball and I'm okay with that like I said I've enjoyed my journey um the process of it even though it's, it gets hard at times and the the whole journey has been tough um I've enjoyed it man I would go back I wouldn't change it or anything, and um, I do it the exact same way. And so, um, like uh, coming out of JUCO, when I when I finally started getting a couple of Division One offers, they were all low major. Because of COVID, I wasn't able to take visits, and so I had to do everything via Zoom. And so that was tough because I'm a big people's person, and so uh, it was hard to not be able to get in front of those guys and get a good feel for them. Um, and so I had to really trust somebody over the phone, and um, Coach Mack. Maddie B and Hodge and Reen, as we all know, uh, those guys made it really, really easy for me when I was picking and choose where to go coming out of Juco. And um, I felt like family before I ever got to campus. And uh, that was a big part why I chose K-State. I wanted that again, and I got that exact same feeling as soon as I got to Manhattan. And so uh, it was it was, it was, was definitely it was fun, man. And like I said, I wouldn't trade my journey for anything. Well, speaking of your recruitment, Tyler, uh, you know, I, we kept seeing these lists, the schools you were considering during your recruitment. I think we saw a top eight at one point, K-State wasn't included. And then a couple weeks later, we saw a top four and K-State was one of the top four. Can you take us through that? I mean, did you did you know all along K-State was one of your top schools and were, was there something purposely done there to, to leave them off the lists or what was behind all that? Um, I would say, uh, you know, it was in the back of my mind of, uh, I don't think we were was doing a good enough job to recruit me at first. So, uh, <laughs> uh, I think he was assigned to me, and I tell him I don't think he did enough got did a good enough job in the beginning to recruit me. And um, so it was it was definitely it was definitely still love there. But uh, yeah, it was just about taking my time, and I didn't want anybody thinking like I had my mind set on something because I knew rumors were out there about the K State thing is already done and whatever the case may be. And, you know, I wanted to really explore my options and really, you know, dive deep into what I wanted into schools. And um, I had to take my time with that. And I just didn't want anybody attaching anything with me that wasn't true. And um, you know, like I said, K-State was super, super supportive of it. They, they understood it. And like I tell Reem, he just, he wasn't doing his job. <laughs> Well, did you, I mean, to take it a step farther though, Tyler, did, did you have a decent idea that K-State, when you, when you entered the portal shortly thereafter, did you have a decent idea K-State was going to be a place that you wanted to end up or one of your top two or three schools? Yeah, I was hoping for it, but shoot, everybody wanted to go to K-State. So 
I couldn't feel it if they, you know, in case they chose to go in a different direction. Um, Max Abbas, who was going to Texas, I know they were really high on him. Um, Cryer, that just went to Houston, yep. uh, I know they were really high on him. So, like, you know, I'm not one of those guys who, you know, isn't blind to what's out there in the college world. Those are some talented guys, some talented guys all over the country. And so um, I knew that, you know, it might be a possible chance that they ain't take two other guys before me. And, you know, with this whole timing of stuff and, you know, purpose, guys' purposes, like, I understood that. And so uh, the biggest thing for me, again, was just taking my time, you know, and uh, not worrying about what other people was going to do, but, you know, decide putting a timetable on Tyler's decision. I, I like that. It's just such a refreshing, mature approach uh, to everything. And along those lines, I'm curious what it was like with, you know, we hear about NIL and all the offers that are out there right now. And like Hunter Dickinson, who went to Kansas, was commenting on that today. And that went pretty viral throughout the sports world. What was it like? Like, are you fielding a bunch of different offers? Is it crazy with people trying to one-up each other with what the money is going to be? What, what is it like as a very highly sought-after prospect in the the era of NIL? Uh, I wouldn't know. I didn't. Not not it's not a more knock on North Texas at all. Like, uh, I know we're a smaller school, so, like, I, we didn't really have that issue out here of, oh, this guy's getting this amount of money and he's getting this. Because so, in reality, not much of us got – paid all a lot and that's because we're due to it too or North Texas is new to it um and don't get me wrong the collective out here in North Texas and other people around you know the town are working hard to be able to get in on it but um it was just late to the party for us out here this past year and that's okay like you know I was at North Texas because I enjoyed being in Denton and I enjoyed my coaches having my teammates and so the money thing wasn't super huge for me if I wouldn't have, if I was chasing money I would have left after my junior year um, but you know, I, I knew I had unfinished business at North Texas. So whether the money there or not, I, you know, I, I love my time here and I enjoyed it so much. So I personally wouldn't know the ego side of the money thing. I couldn't answer that for you, but, uh, you know, I haven't, you know, there's been stories out there about different guys and what they have to deal with, but, you know, I really never paid attention to it. I never once sat in on the NL, NIL meeting during any of my visits, um, I chose to stay out of the room. Uh, I didn't bring it up to coaches and, you know, a school or whatever or a collective or a business, wherever I, um, in Manhattan decides to bless me. Like, you know, I, I would love to do business with them. I'm not coming to Manhattan for money. I'm coming, you know, to win a national championship. Well, that's that's music to our ears for sure. And I'm sure it would be to Jerome Tang's too. You mentioned being in the room with a bunch of different coaches and, you know, guys that you've looked up to before and what those moments were like. I'm curious how different Jerome Tang is from from other coaches. Like, what sets him apart as a coach when you're meeting with him face-to-face -face and one-on-one? And -on -one? Oh, he's just real, man. Like, one of the most genuine, real dudes I've ever been around in my life. You don't come around people like him every day. And somebody whose whole faith is in God and the people around him, he invests everything he has into making everybody else around him better. And so, you know, a lot of guys can be – have super big egos and – how am I going to win this game? And how am I going to get this amount of money? This, this, and that. And it's it's never really about the players. But with Tang, it's all about my staff, my family, my players, how I can help them. Because I think Tang knows, and I think that's why we get along so well. When you put everything you can into trying to bless others and help them with your whole heart into it, you know, God will send that blessing back. And, uh, you know, that speaks volume for him. He stayed at Baylor 19 years. I'm sure he could have left 
way before that. And just to stay there and invest in that program and the coach there, uh, it just shows the, the type of person he is. Cole, I'll have you hop in here in just a second, but let's let's take a real quick break. We'll come back with uh, with more with New K State guard Tyler Perry. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, we're back. Cole, Cole, go ahead if you got a question here. Well, you you mentioned Jareem, Tyler. Uh, what's your relationship with Jareem, and how much of an impact did he have on your recruitment? Oh man, that's that's one of my, man. Listen, that's that's one of my like big brothers in a sense. I would say like, um, like I said, I tell everybody we picked up right where we left off. Quick story about Jareem. Year when he was at UNT with me, um, we we're going into UTEP. We were playing at home. We were playing against UTEP and um, Coach Golding. Shout out to him, love him to death. But when I was in high school, you know, he called me a Division Two guard. Um, he told me I was a Division Two player, and I probably was at the time. That's okay. Uh, that's why I love him to death because he was honest and you know. But at the time, you know, we hadn't talked in years, so I have it on my mind. Like, um, yeah, I'm gonna like, everything that UTEP gonna get tonight is gonna be my absolute best. Like I, I'm, I had it in my mind. I'm gonna score fifty tonight, and that's what I'm thinking. And so we walk in the shoot around, and then uh, Reed every day has something to say to me about JB on Hamlet every single day. Like you know, you haven't got me a ring. You haven't got me this. Like you haven't did this. JB him did this, and I'm already on edge this day, so I'm really not trying to hear that. And so he starts with me. And when I tell you that was that was one of the only times me and Reem got really like right here, like if you don't get on my face, like we're gonna put boxing gloves on and we're gonna like we're gonna fight it out. And so he just he keeps going on about how JM did this. Shout out to JM, man. Um one of a kind. But anyway, uh he just he's just going on and on about what he did. And so we're walking back into film after shoot around and um he was like, Oh, JM the reason I got my house, this, this and that. And I scream back at him, and all the coaches are in there. And um, I scream back at him, well, I'm going to be the reason you keep me. And so we just, uh, we going back and forth, and coaches start laughing. But it's just that type of relationship we have. And I think that's part of the reason why I end up doing what I did at North Texas was, you know, that year he was here with me was because he never let me get complacent. He never let me feel like I was good enough. And 
when you got somebody who's always telling you something that you don't want to hear, that's the people you want around you because, you know, I had to get better because I didn't want to hear his mouth um, the next day. Like, I had missed the free throw against Miami in the ESPN. It was like my first two college games, and I missed free throw from one ones and he told me for the rest of the year, he's the reason that we lost the game. And that was, we went a conference championship. One of the first things he says, and he's like, if you beat, if you would have hit free throws against Miami, we would have had an at-large beat. And it's just things like that. Like, that's just our relationship. And, you know, I'm super thankful for him. Well, lo- love that story, Tyler. And, and we're obviously very thankful for Jareem and obviously everything he does as a coach, but also shining a light on the program with this social media, which uh, I'm sure you're going to end up on a lot of uh, some of, of Jareem's IG posts and uh, Twitter posts. But yeah, we love him for that. Hey, take take us through your visit. When you took the official visit to K-State, what, what were some of the things that stood out and what was the experience like for you? So as soon as I got off the plane, I walked out of the terminal and... The returners and a couple of the GAs and the coaches were outside doing the lowdown. As soon as I walked out, like they were doing the lowdown, and I just broke into a smile, and it was right there. It was just like, yeah, this is it. <laughs> like, this is exactly where, what I'm about um, and, you know, the people I want to be around. And then um, we ate as a team at Reen's house that day. Reen had texted me, like, a week before, like, what is your family like to eat? I'm thinking, yeah, maybe we'll eat one night at his house or whatever, but no. The entire program came over to Reen's house, and we all ate over there and had a good time watching the game, NBA playoffs, and, like, it was just things like that, like, you don't get everywhere. And um, I'm just super appreciative of things like that because them the type of things that you don't get to see on visits for people to actually open up their home and, and also – was able to go to Tang's home and, you know, we broke down sail over there and uh, talked about the plans over there. And, like, you just don't get that. A lot of people do it in film rooms. A lot of people do it in coaches' office. But, like, for them guys to open up their home and things like that just shows, like, okay, this is the real deal. These are real genuine down-to-earth people. How much did you or did you get a chance to work with Marquise Noel? Because we heard we heard some rumors about you being, being able to, to shoot around with him a little bit. But uh, how, how much were you able to be around him? No, I didn't get to shoot around with him, but I definitely got to watch. I that's the reason that dude is a pro. I got to work out, uh, watch him work out, and uh, that's the reason he's a pro. Like, <laughs> and he don't miss. So big shout out to him, and uh, you know I'm looking forward to seeing him do great things uh, next year, and hopefully the league gives him a chance because he's very deserving, and uh, his workout show why. I've got I've got one more on the Marquise Noel front, but let's let's go ahead and squeeze in. Uh, our second break while well, I'm thinking about it real quick here, and then we'll come back with more with uh, with Tyler. You're listening to KC Sports Network. We'll be right back after this. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. All right, so Tyler, when I saw on Twitter a lot of the reaction when you committed to K-State was like, okay, Marquise Noel replacement here for the Wildcats. And obviously there is. There is a big hole in the backcourt with Marquise Noel going on to the next level now. But in terms of, like, your game and, and how your game stacks up, like, how do you compare and contrast, like, what your game will look like on the floor versus what Marquise Noel's did for those who haven't had much of a chance to to see you play? Um, I think we're, you know, we have a lot of similarities. You know, being smaller guards, of course. Uh, I think we can both really shoot the ball well. Um, 
Marquise is probably a better passer than me. Um, as we all see with the display he put on in the tournament. Um, I've never had 20 assists in my life uh, in a game. But, uh, yeah, definitely a little bit past. I think, you know, our finishing is very similar. Um, I think I'm a little stronger up top than he is. But the thing about it is Marquise set the standard of what the program should be ran like when you have an elite point guard. And I can't go in there trying to be what Marquise was. I can't go in there trying to be – I have to go be Tyler. And that's why Kansas State brought me in was, you know, to be myself. And like I said, he laid the foundation, but now I have to go, you know, make my all away. And um, I'm definitely going to study, you know, take a lot of things that he did and, you know, try to add them to my game and use them. But at the end of the day, I have to go be myself, um, you know, because people, you know, seeing Marquise and people, you know, it's not going to be like uh, people haven't seen it from a small guard already. So it's going to be expected. And so I can't go in there thinking like it's going to be easy or – um, thinking that somebody is not expecting that on the scout. So I definitely have to add a lot of things to my game. I have a lot of work to do specifically on my body. And, uh, you know, I just got to go in and be me. You mentioned, Tyler, watching film, though, with Jerome Tang. And I'm sure you saw K-State play a little in the NCAA tournament or this season. How attractive of a spot was it also just with the freedom that Jerome Tang lets his guards and his players play with? Oh, it was, it was, it was definitely like, yeah. I need and and not only with Marquise, but what he did with um, Butler and uh, Mitchell a couple years ago. Like that just shows like you can only not do it with one guard, but he's done it with two point guards. And so um, I'm hoping you know here in the next couple of weeks that um, I know they will. I'm 100% confident in our staff that you know we'll get another ball handler. Um, and then also just you know being inside somebody like Cam, and then uh, Tomlin down low like. I think just being around other super elite players, not that I wasn't here in North Texas, but just being around other super elite players, like you have to have that type of freedom. And Tang understands that. And, you know, you got to have a coach like him to be able to understand that and to be able to let you go out there and play your game and rock around making mistakes because that, that happens during the course of games. And, you know, he's okay with that. As long as you know what you did and know what how not to do it again. And so, like, you know, that that was definitely – one of the biggest things for me is the way he allows his players to grow and learn over the course of games. But for K-State fans that don't know, and we've talked about it before, your junior year at North Texas, you hit five game-tying or go-ahead shots in the final four or five seconds of those games. I, I think I saw a stat that you shot 60% or nearly 60% from three late in games this last year. What is your mindset that you have a knack for making plays at the biggest moments? What is your mindset late in games, close game situations? First thing is winning. Um, I, I hate losing. <laughs> I hate losing. Uh, that was a big thing for me. It's just like I trusted myself and my work so much um, that I put in way before I get to those moments. No matter if I go over 10 and hit the last one or I go – 12 for 12 and hit the last one. I, I just trusted my work so much. And you work on those shots and those moments for so long, way before you get to that situation, it becomes, you know, like second nature to you. And that's the biggest thing is like, uh, you just have to put in so much work. That way when you get to that moment, you're not new to it. And, and I've tried to do that and I've prided myself in that. I try not to get rattled or try not to get sped up or any type of thing in those moments. And the biggest thing is winning. And that's, if that's not even me taking the shot, just making the right play, that's getting stopped or whatever the case may be, like 
Um, it's all about winning at the end of the day. And, it, you know, somebody else is hot that night, like this year, Kyle Hotsbury against La Tech. You know, I got face guarded or at the end of the game and I couldn't get the ball. Um, you know, I ended up setting a screen for Kyle, a brush screen for him to hit the game winner against La Tech at home. And it's just like, I'm willing to do anything, you know, to win. And whether that's me making it, me setting a screen or going to get a rebound, you know, I'm going to try to do whatever I can, you know, to win. Going back to before, you know, the last couple months or the last month and a half when things really picked up with getting into the portal and coming to K-State, what what did you know about K-State before that? Just like, or, or maybe even like a year ago, uh, what, what were your impressions of K-State or what did you know about the school? Before Tang or after? Yeah, before Tang. We'll say before Tang. Um, I I really enjoy the fans, so I don't I don't want to, I don't want to end up on a bad note. But uh, no, nah, so um, I actually had an uncle go to K State back in the back in the nineties. Uh, he played football at K State. Um, I'm not very familiar with them. Of course, Coffeeville's closer to Lawrence. Um, and uh, uh, K State fans don't be mad at me. Christian Braun is one of my best friends. Parker Braun is one of my best friends. I love DeWan Harris, one of my best friends. We all came up on the same AAU team together. So, Ochai Baki was my teammate, my AAU teammate. Um, so, I'm sorry I'm saying that, but um, it was never – I never chose either one. I was always in between, but, you know, uh, I'm glad to be a Wildcat now. I can't wait to go down to Lawrence. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a minute since K-State's won there, man. So, like, we – if there's one, like, I, listen, we have a lot of requests for you, I suppose. But if you could win in Lawrence, that would be great. We would we would love for that to happen. That would be very nice. Right. Um. All right. Well, wrap it up here. I Cole, do you have anything left for Tyler before we let him go? Well, I mean, you you just a fun one, Tyler. You mentioned uh, they played lowdown when you uh, got off the plane and arrived in Manhattan. Is there a is there going to be a song that you would like to request to kind of be the theme song of uh of this year of the the 2023-24 team? Now, we let Tom and they say he the king of the ox. So whatever they got, you know, I'm rocking with it. And, um, you know, I'm going to be part of, part of the, hopefully the next trend. Any uh, any guys like you're helping recruit right now in the portal? I'm not asking you to name names, Tyler, but are, are you doing some work to, to try and land a couple other guys here to, to help you guys out? Absolutely. Um, anytime I can help uh, with the recruiting, you know, I'm willing to do it. Like I said, I want to play with elite players and, you know, K State made a run last year to the Elite Eight, and I, I'm I'm trying to get to Phoenix next year, and um, and you know you can't do that with you know by yourself or you know with without without great players. Not that we don't already have songs and the guys that were returning, uh, but you know I'm I'm excited, and you know I can't wait to get down to work, and I know this staff is gonna fill out the roster. I apologize, somebody's trying to call me. But I know, you know, I know the staff is going to fill out the roster and we're going to be just fine. Well, I'll, I'll leave you with this, Tyler, since I, I didn't mean to walk you into uh, KU talk there a minute ago. What, what's your what's your message to K-State fans? Just the last message to K-State fans that you want them to know about you. Uh, we're coming, man. Uh, you got a winner coming and um, it's going to be exciting. And um, I cannot wait to get down to Manhattan to meet the rest of you guys. And I'm looking forward to it. Well, Tyler, we greatly appreciate the time here. Once again, congratulations. We are we're thrilled to watch you in purple and white next year. And uh, thanks for taking the time here on the pod. Thank you. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN. 
covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current. Plus, KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.